already met the Thanes of Rigel and even followed them on their quest across the sea, but now travel back to the city they call home mere days after their departure, where a brand new story is taking shape. Set upon by bad luck, a group of disparate individuals find themselves forced to work together at the behest of the rich and the powerful. But in Rigel, nothing is ever quite as it seems. With new powers on the rise and the city's thanes gone, will others rise to the occasion or discover they're not quite heroes at all? The Pod Called Quest presents Quest Side Story. everybody welcome back to the pod called quest as per usual i'm your friendly neighborhood game master josh and i'm stephanie i'm shane and i'm foz i'm laura and i'm david episode three guys mm-hmm. episode That's two ended exciting. um i don't know some somebody wasn't too happy with me at the end of episode two <laughs> <laughs> who was it the person he's locked in doors with so many words <laughs> yeah well i just gotta say i think it was fair and square fair and square I know there is no <laughs> there is no rule saying that a, an unconscious character can't get attacked that's some crazy shit how do people die then guys <laughs> that's <True>? crazy <laughs> how do people die then also, <laughs> i feel like a rat or sorry a cockroach we're not fighting rats a cockroach who we know to like dine on carcasses, sees a dead person. It's like, hmm. Delish. Now I'll just, uh, you know, keep my eye on yeah. this one over here. It's not even that they're stupid. They, they don't even, they don't even have an intelligence score. Like not even like a zero. They just don't have one. They don't have an intelligence. They're just out there. They're just eating shit, dude. They might not even know they exist. It's instinct. <laughs> they're not, it's I would instinct. say they're not sentient. They're not sentient at all. What? These robot not, cockroaches? No, they're not sentient, as in like they oh, don't, yes. they're, they're not conscious of self. Yes, 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 yes. But, so last game, you know, caught some roaches. We found out Kenzo has a roach uh, fear, which is a roach phobia. Roach phobia. Same. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you guys ended up getting sent to this abandoned kind of apartment building, fought some roaches, found some some people that apparently got eaten by these roaches, maybe, and fought nearly, nearly to Locke's death. And we ended right before I rolled the D6 that could seal her fate. Uh, From the cockroaches swarm automatic damage. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah, what's going to happen? What's everybody, yeah, what's, you, where's everybody at after that? Can you remind us like what is going to happen like now? Like, <laughs> Well, uh, it is currently the cockroach swarm's turn. And so it did automatic damage to Kenzo, which already took that damage. You guys should already have your, your hit points and everything on there. Um, and now it is about to do its automatic D6 because Locke is in its square. Okay. And Locke is currently at not negative nine. Oh, and she has twelve hit twelve con. I believe, oh right? no! Yep. So a one or a two, a one or a two. She's oh, let me fine. Grab a, She's we'll say a one good. or a two on this this d six right here. This uh, guy. You're not going to roll a digital dice on roll twenty, so we could all see it. No, I roll physical dice always. Coward. I don't mm-hmm. trust a computer. Digital, How am I a coward? 
<laughs> you want to verify it? I'll take a I'll take a goddamn picture of it, just like we did with the uh, with the shit roll from the Stygian. <laughs> go on, go on like Instagram Live and just live stream a single dice roll with no context. We'll be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do Don't that. Don't worry about that's it. Ob- that's some obvious spoilers for people when they hear the episode uh, this right, upcoming Friday. Right. It was just a thought. I will we take just a have picture. To trust. We have to I will trust. take a picture. These are some aggressive cockroaches. Yeah, yeah, they are. But uh, I mean, Laura. I mean, this is really. I mean, where where are you at right now? Where are you, what are you thinking about? Well, I know I helped you build a backup character in the in the in the two out of three <laughs> chance that your the, character dies. I mean, last week I was really sad because I was like, man, I only got to play Locke for like two episodes. What the hell, so, man? I think you mispronounced "pissed off." I was I was very sad. That I had only gotten to play her for two episodes. <laughs> which manifested so, in many other emotions. Which manifested in being pissed off because I was <laughs> cranky already. Uh, and uh, then, <laughs> then being me, being the person I am, I was very cranky about it. And then the next day I was totally over it and started thinking of my new character. <laughs> totally fine, guys. You went through so, all four stages of D&D. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So here's where I'm at. If Locke survives, great. I love Locke. She's a fun character and I'm excited. If she dies, great. I got a new backup character I'm stoked to play. <laughs> so let's get it going. d and Grief. Yep. Nice. d and Grief. Good. It's That's so good. true. So true. Well, I mean, on that note, I guess we should just kind of jump right back into this. So, I mean, I'm stressed. Yeah, I got currently you guys are in this kind of this back apartment area, whatever this, you know, little back room is, and you fought a handful of cockroaches. There is currently um a cockroach swarm enveloping Locke and Kenzo and one uh, I guess at this point I can just tell you guys a giant hissing cockroach uh oh. over uh about ah. 10 feet away from yeah. Arkrov. And so, yes, as you guys can see there on roll 20, whoever did just do Foz just pinged them. But I mean, just to start things off, I have to just we got to make this this dice roll, guys. A little D six here. Lot of D six. Oh god. It's gonna it's gonna seal the fate of Locke. Fuck. I'm scared. I'm so scared. Watch his face. Watch his face. <laughs> Wait, why did the screen flip out? No, because you're talking. Ah. I'm taking a picture, so there is no thinking. No, that means she's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That could mean either. I feel. Just verifying. Okay. <laughs> You guys, you guys want to bet on this? Who wants to no, bet on this? Yeah, let's take some bets. Let's take some, take bets. some bets. I'll, I'll, I'll right. bet on something. I'll bet on something. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, take okay. some bets. Who, what is, just, I'm just going to... Let's just make this fun. Let's just make this fun for the start of the episode. Um, uh, call out if you think that she's dead. Uh, I, I think it's a four that you rolled, so she's dead. I think she's dead, too. I think it's a six. I think, I think, she's, so think she's super dead. Yeah. I think the DM is trying to torture me is what's, that's what I'm betting on. <laughs> I, I think she's alive. Yeah, if there was another option for Josh to end this episode on a cliffhanger right now, that would be the one that I would bet on. That'd be Stephanie's the optimist of the group. <laughs> to I have think, a 10 minute episode? I think she's alive. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll just have a drop <laughs> off and then you'd be like, next time, just kidding. And oh, then just man. go back into the episode. All right. I will, I will pick this up and I will I will try to rotate it properly and I will show it to you guys, the camera. It's you guys so can far see. Away. I can't see it. It's so far I'll away. tell you. Let me Carol, just make sure it's Carol facing the right okay, over there. Okay, sake. So far away. Oh, no! That's a one on the D6. Are you kidding me? That's a one on the D6. That's the die I rolled. Stephanie was right. Oh my god, you guys. I'll have to postmate Steph some. I've got a picture. We'll have to we'll have to put this up um, the Friday when uh when this episode goes up in about a week and a half. Two weeks. Holy crap. Wow. 
So, uh, lock goes down to negative 10. I could still die. (laughs) You could still die. (laughs) You could still die. You could really still die. Don't celebrate yet. Yeah. You could still die. But there's a handful of people that go before anyone else uh, is going to be able to do any more damage to you. So, after the cockroach swarm has finished, because that is going to be its turn, it's going to stay there because it's engulfing both of you. Kenzo, you're up. You're amidst the uh, cockroach swarm currently, and Locke is on the ground just covered in cockroaches, just crawling all over her, just lying there. What you gonna do? Um, You're also standing next to the giant hissing one. You know what? Uh, Would Kenzo know if he were to drag um, Locke out of the the roach situation, if she would also take in, uh, like, you know, like if she'd be open to opportunities of attack from anything? A swarm doesn't provoke. Mm -hmm. So... But there is a creature that is within five feet of both of you. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can just try to kill him if you want. We did establish last episode, just so you guys know, so you don't, re- so that you remember um, mm-hmm. that this swarms are immune to this swarm is immune to weapon damage. Yeah, yep. So which is why I can't do shit to them. Kill the hissing boy. So Kenzo will take a five foot step this direction, uh, or I guess you know, out of the swarm. Mm-hmm. He will be frantically swatting his hands, wiping his mouth and shit, because it felt like they were going to crawl in every orifice of him. Just, uh, uh, he'll just like do like a really quick, like slash and reaction attack at the hissing boy just to throw his frustration in some direction. Okay. Roll an attack for me, please. It's a 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. Yeah. Roll some damage. Cool. Uh, Seven damage. Seven damage. That guy is dead. Yes. Fuck yeah. Good work. That's what I'm talking about. Just the swarm is left. That was a move action with the five foot step and a standard for the attack. Um, That is the end of Kenzo's turn. Arkrov, you are up. Uh, Arkrov is going to reach out uh, his hand and grab uh, the ankle of Locke and uh, cast Cure Light Wounds. Yay. You have a free hand right now? Yes, I don't have my shield. Gotcha. Fuck. What? Minimum healing, four points of healing. God better dang it. Better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Wait, where are you? Where would you be at now then? You would be at... Negative six. Okay, if you guys can't kill this thing by its turn, if it rolls a six, it can still kill Locke. I did, <laughs> I did cure light wounds instead of channel positive because the, the minimum healing was higher for cure light wounds. That makes Smart. sense. Smart. Which I, I rolled a minimum, so that's that's awesome. But uh, Arkrov will also take a take a step forward. Okay, all right. That's a standard and a move. Top of round five. Good old Hannibal Lecter Thatcher is up. Well, he only has one thing he can do, and that's um, he's going to full withdraw. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't have very much options. So what I'm going to do is I have mirror image on myself. I don't remember how many images I have. Four. Four. So there's five of us total. All I have that could affect these guys is acid splash. So I'm going to try acid splash the swarm. Okay. Roll it's a touch attack. Yep. It's, um, yeah, it's your... Um, touch. Magic yeah, your dexterity plus your base attack bonus. I do, but it's a level one spell, so I'd rather use my cantrip. All right. Here comes the acid splash. Mm. Seven on the die for uh, nine. That is a miss. Fuck. Damn. Uh, that was your standard action. Do you want to move? Uh, no. No, I'm fine. Okay. End of Hannibal's turn. Uh, Locke, you're already stabilized. Yep. Or do you do you destabilize if you take more damage after you stabilize? Yes. Yeah, but I healed her. 
Yeah. Oh, you healed magic. Okay, cool. It's a magic item. We'll stop that. Cool. Well, um, okay. That's 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 Locke's turn. Yeah. <laughs> Lying there. Um, Razan, you're up. The swarm is after you. I'm gonna move over here, and then can I like do a strength check to pull Locke out of the swarm? Uh, yeah. I think you can. I think dragging someone, you can move a quarter of your speed, so you could move five feet back. Well, then again, you already moved to do that. But if I do a full like with that, no, because it's gonna because it's a standard action to move to like move them, interact with them. Mm-hmm. So interrupting that, let me just check something. You need another action. There's there's no way you can do it with just one action. Because like I have a you know potion of cure light wounds, but to take it out and then to administer it, like I'd have to be right next to her. I mean, we could still bank on the fact that they'll they'll roll low damage. They have to roll a six to kill her, so the odds that are in our favor true. for this round. You know. Yeah, I think it's fucking worth it. There's like nothing here in the rules at all about how to how to reposition an ally. There are no gimmies in Pathfinder. Lifting and dragging is a thing. Correct, but it's not addressing uh, actions. That's the thing. Right. It's telling you how much you can do, right. how much you can drag, how I, much you can I would lift. say a move action to pick them up, a move ac- or an addition yeah. to get them away. 100% it would be a standard action to pick something up. Because right. picking up anything is a, move, a standard action. Right. So it would be a standard to pick the person up. a move action or to, to drag. Yeah, and you would be encumbered. Right. So you can only move like five feet, depending on right. what your what your movement speed is or what your capacity is. You're still have step. You're still having to interact with them, which is going to be a standard action. I get that. And then the movement, like you already moved, so you can't break up your movement like that. That's the that's the unfortunate thing. You can't take a move action and then do half of it before a standard and half of it afterwards. Can I take a five foot step and then do it? Uh 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 uh. uh. Mm, no, because you were you were over forward. here. Even a five foot step counts as a move. You were standing here before Steph. I know. That's why I said a five foot step right here. And then she's right there. That's a move equivalent action. And then standard action, you could go to start to pick her up, but you couldn't move her. Fuck. You don't move them into your space when you do that. That's not how that works. Because you can't occupy the same space. How many attacks do they get? Will they attack anyone who's in the swarm? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's in there is going to get hit. Mm. Fucking it's okay. It's pretty unlikely that I will die. six. He'd have to roll max, so yeah. Don't. Right, I want I want to do something though. You know, at this point now, it's like, how do I not waste my turn? Right. Get a get a potion ready. Move over and draw it. I'm gonna move over and I'll draw my potion of cure light wounds. That's what I'll do. Okay, so a movement to yeah. move and a movement to draw your potion. All right, that's your turn. It is the swarm's turn. So once again, you can roll this guy. Don't you dare! Don't you do it! Three, three nice. points of damage. <sighs> All right. Although, in all honesty, what probably would have happened is it probably would have moved over. So I'm going to also roll some on Arkrov. Take one. Sweet. It would move to engulf as many people as it possibly could. So it would have moved over five feet. Yeah. And then would have gotten you guys would have hit you there. But yeah, um, lock back to negative nine. You're just going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. That's going to be its turn. Kenzo, Kenzo, you're up. Kenzo will just move about 15 feet down yonder. Okay. Down near Razan and lock. Mm-hmm. Provoking from the gelatinous cube. <laughs> That falls down from the ceiling. <laughs> Kenzo can't really do anything. He's going to move there and... Coup de grace, um, luck. Yep. Oh, just put her out of her misery. That's the only way. Just like, sorry, dear. Sorry, dear. And then stab <laughs> her in the throat. No, in, instead, he'll just stare down at the little helpless girl with all of the vials on her. You got any potions on you? Dude, just fucking step on a random vial. See what it does. Oh, do no, don't God. do that. Don't do that. No, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Damn it. Well, no, even if I did have a vial, it wouldn't matter. Well, yeah, you could draw it and get it ready, and then we could all just fucking heal her like fucking crazy next next round. 
Oh, man. She's the only one that can do fucking damage against these guys. Well, I could if I fucking hit with my goddamn ass. I don't know. Maybe, maybe do a better spell. Do you have anything that could damage the swarm or no? Yeah, I have fucking acid splash. But keep I, think, I think magic missile would work. Oh, I have right? that too. Um, yeah, guys, I don't know. I could drown them. I have a whole gallon of mead, but I don't think that'll kill them. So Kenzo will hold his turn if he has an opportunity to drag her away. Uh, no, I guess I can't do that. If he has an opportunity to pick her up, he will do so. So that's what he's going to hold for his standard. Okay, cool. Let me just double check something here real quick. And he'll look at her and he'll be like, sorry, dear thoughts and prayers. <laughs> What a pal. Yeah, I can't magic missile swarms. Then why would acid splash work? Because that's also targeted. You're rolling an attack roll. Well, let me finish. From the SRD, a swarm is immune to any spell or effect that targets a specific number of creatures. Acid splash does not, or as magic missile does. How does acid splash not target a specific... You're rolling an attack roll. But it can hit multiple people, right? No, it targets It targets one person. It targets a space. Well, you could is, that, is that what it says? Let me read it. Does that mean my bombs wouldn't affect it? No, that's a splash damage weapon. Okay. Yeah, it says you, you fire a small orb of acid at the target. You must it says s- at the target, though. Yeah, but it's not a specific number. Yeah, one target. At the target, which could be the floor or a square. Magic Missile says targets under targets. It says up to five creatures, no two of which can be more than 15 feet apart. Acid Splash says target none. Just says range close. Yeah. Under spell effects? No, it's only it only is area of effect spells, guys. So it has to be an area of an effect. It doesn't the acid splash wouldn't work either. Well, look under the effect where it says like you know it says casting one centered action and then effect like range and all that stuff. For acid splash, there's no target under effect. But for magic missile, it says under effect it says targets up to five creatures, no two which can run physically apart. So I think that means acid splash should be able to apply. I mean, it applied in Kingmaker the video game. It worked in Kingmaker. I'm not saying that, but I mean... No, no, I'm just kidding. To further reinforce my point, I don't know. It's up to you, man. I got nothing. I'll probably allow Acid Splash. There's, it's up to your interpretation. I hate moments like this where it's not clear. Uh, for yeah. a game like Pathfinder, it needs to be clear, but I'll probably allow it. So, Well, it's not even my turn. I'm, yeah, we could just... Yeah, I, just, I, just, I was trying to look that up to make sure because we've been having you cast it. You just haven't hit it yet. You might have hit it once last game. I just don't remember. Uh, end of Kenzo's turn. Hold your action. Uh, it's going to be Arkrov. Bottom of round five. All right. Arkrov's going to take a chance and uh, cast channel positive energy. Woo-hoo. Yeah, baby. Okay. Hopefully it I doesn't roll. provoke. What's that? Good. It doesn't provoke. Correct. Which is good. Oh my god! No. The worst! Oh Minimum? no! Three points of healing for everybody! Yay. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck me sideways. Well, that's a standard. Do you want to move or anything? Um, yeah, I'll take a five foot step back. Why not? Okay, five foot step back. End of round five. Top of round six. Hannibal. That initiative of 30. I'm still amazed by that. I know. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, um... I mean, fuck it. I got to do the one thing that I can do. I'm going to try to acid splash. Ah, 10 to touch. 10 is a miss. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. Fuck, dude. Wow. It's all good, fuck. dude. Ah, you got to roll better, my man. So, or somebody's got to, like, pull a torch out or something like that or do something. I made a wizard thinking I wouldn't have to roll very much. It'd be people rolling against me. But, like, you know, fuck me, right? It's too bad you don't have any other spells prepared. All right, end of... Oh, Hannibal, do you want to move? Fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. Uh, that's Locke's turn. No, that was my turn. No, I'm saying it, that's, it's, that's Locke's, Locke's turn. turn she's over. after you. 
Oh. And now it's over. <laughs> uh, it is Razan's turn. Okay, so I pulled out my potion of cure light wounds last turn, so I'm right. going to administer it. Now okay. That I'm right next to Locke. It's a D8 plus one. Oh my god. What'd one. you roll? <laughs> I rolled a one. So two oh points. My god. Two points. Suck. You Thank guys are. You. What are you at, Locke? Uh, Negative four. That, I mean, that was a that was a full round action to administer that, and now it is the swarm's turn. Slow. It is going to. Hmm, does it move down towards to get Locke, Razan, and Arkrov, or Locke, Razan, and Kenzo? Hmm. It's going to move straight down five feet, and then it is going to do damage to Locke, Razan, and Arkrov. Arkrov takes four. <laughs> Razan takes four, and. Four as well to lock. Everyone takes four damage. Three separate D6s. All fours. Oof. Oops, all fours. Um, that's going to be its turn. Uh, it is now Kenzo's turn. Where is everybody at right now, hit points-wise? Brazon's like everybody, Everybody's pretty okay? Okay. Yeah. Everybody's pretty up there. 27. Minus eight. <laughs> oh, a D4 away. Fuck. Somebody, you guys got to do something. I'm only a D4 away. <laughs> uh, Kenzo, it's your turn. So Kenzo will look down and he'll be like, God damn it, still fucking covered in these. And he'll reach down and he'll pick you up. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. How noble. I probably have to do a strength check. You should be okay. You won't necessarily need to roll a strength check because your strength is an 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, I'm going to say you're fine with your encumbrance. Okay. Um, but yeah, a standard action to pick her up and then you can move at quarter speed so you can move... I think in your armor, you can move five feet. You can, you could move her five feet with you, but she counts as in the separate square. She doesn't count as in your square. That doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, you can nice. drag her out. So he will, and he'll be like, come on, little bomber. <laughs> and he'll move so her out. Kenzo reaches down, covered in roaches, and is able to pick up Locke and move her out of the swarm. Um, she's unconscious in your arms. Away from um, the healer. Got it. Away from the healer, correct. Um, it's really the only direction he could go. But uh, into Kenzo's turn. Arkrov, you're up again. These rounds are flying by, guys. Uh, Arkrov will make a five-foot step, still in the swarm. Um, and he's going to try one more time, channel, channel that positivity. Okay. All right. Five points of healing. Yeah. For everybody. Nice. Nice. That was a movement and a standard. Back top of round seven. Seven rounds, guys. Oh Yeesh. God. And I'm and I'm out of beer. Hannibal, you're up. <laughs> Shit. Guess what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you have any other spells? Jeez. Uh, I have lots of spells that are uh, crowd control based and work on creatures with a mind. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Helpful. Just want to shut uh, it up. Here we go. I'm gonna try. I don't know. What's your modifier for your acid splash? Uh, plus two. Okay, yeah. You, you, you gotta roll pretty good. I'm, I'm not a Dexy boy. It's a swarm, man. Their touch AC is pretty good. I'm not a Dexy boy. Yeah, here we go. If I if I dare say, their Cut. touch AC is the same as their regular AC. Wow. Oh, natural 19. Yeah, baby. Natural 19. Wow. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll me that D3. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the payoff is shit. Uh, two points of damage. Two points. You throw your hand out, and this gout, this gout of acid goes and lands on this thing right next to Razan. Melts up a bunch of the roaches. It smells terrible, but there's still roaches swarming around. There's far less of them, far less of them uh, left than when you guys first saw them. But um, this would be Locke's turn. That's 
we know what's happening there. And uh, now, Razan, you're up. Sorry, Laura, you just don't get to play. Mm. Razan is going to take a five-foot step out of the swarm. Okay. Over here. God, there's really not a lot that she can do. So she'll take out another potion of cure light wounds. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Oh, that's it. Uh, wait, no, I can take like a full move, right? And yeah. pull out the potion. Then I'm going to go back. I'm going to like move that way. Yeah. yeah so you remove 10 feet and then pull out a potion and your turn it is the cockroach swarms turn. Do they provoke if I move? Is that No, they don't. They don't. They don't provoke and they don't incur. Well, um, just looking by the way you guys have yourself set up, the, the best place it can go is to move 10 feet to its right to engulf all of these people again. Because <laughs> y'all are just grouping up around Locke. Like, what are you guys so doing? I'm just going to continue to try to put the most amount of people inside the 10 foot square. So great. it's going to move. So it's going to be four points of damage to Razan. Jesus Christ. Four points of damage to Kenzo. And two points of damage to Locke. Yes. All right. That's going to be it for the Cockroach Swarm um, movement. And now it's engulfing. Yeah. Locke, Razan, and Kenzo. Uh, just moving around the room. <laughs> trying to get Gross. you. The feelers and their legs are all over. He's trying to get you. Trying to get you. <laughs> um, Kenzo, you're up. Arkrov, you're on deck. Kenzo's just like. Ah! As roaches are just crawling all over him. And he'll be like. You're technically still carrying her, just by the way. No, exactly. And he will, under his breath, be like, this is why I don't do anything for anyone. And from his bag, he will remove a potion. And as a standard, he will Um, give it to her. No, it's a full full round action to administer a potion and a a move action to draw it. So you couldn't do do that that while you're carrying somebody? I also would say you probably can't do that while you're carrying someone. Um, You could spend both move actions to double move 10 feet to get away from this thing. Man. It was a her. nice try. It just dropped. You hit her as a weapon. Yes, perfect. Improvised weapon. You take a minus four to hit. <laughs> Worth it. Can I, just, can I just toss her out of the pile of roaches? <laughs> you can toss her five feet. You can move her to one oh, foot next God. to you, one square next to you, or you could spend a double move action for the whole round and get ten feet away with her, like with you. It's up to you. Throw her. <laughs> throw her. Throw her. <laughs> Okay, so then, yeah, I will, like, Kenzo, instead of doing the uh, potion, he will move 10 feet towards Arkrov. Okay, so, Kenzo, you're able to, uh, with her in your arms, just take, you know, two big, long strides and get 10 feet away. Um, She's still unconscious. That's going to be both your move actions. Um, Bottom of the round, seven. How in the world we went this many rounds? Arkrov. All right. Arkrov is going to move up. Swarms, man. And he is going to touch Locke. Uh-huh. Okay. Cast Cure Light Wounds. Uh, that's going to be eight points of healing. Please tell me you're up. I am up. I'm at three hit points, baby. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you had less hit points than that. Burning all my spells. Um. Well, that's going to be a movement and a standard. Top around eight. Hannibal. Okay. New plan. Hannibal is going to spend a full round action drawing and lighting a torch. <laughs> Okay, four <laughs> uh, Okay, yeah, draw and light a torch. Um, uh, hold on, I think actually, isn't lighting a torch a full round action? Because a tinder twig is a standard action to light. <laughs> new, new plan. New, new plan. I'm sure it's a full round to just light it. So new, new draw plan. It. Here comes an action. New, new. Natty 15. 17. Natty 15 hit. for 17. Touch AC 16. So yeah, you do oh, nice. hit. Yeah. Nice. 
Their, their touch AC is the same as their regular AC. Two more points of acid damage. Two more points of acid damage. It's still up. It's still up. It's still up. Oh, my God. You, I'll tell you guys afterwards, but you'll laugh. All right, Hannibal. Um, that was a standard action. You want to move it all? No, I'm by the door. All right. End of Hannibal's turn. Locke, you wake up in Kenzo's arms. What is a... Hey, hey Kenzo, what do you smell like? <laughs> I mead. S- uh, yeah, no, I, def- I definitely smell like mead. A little, um, little piss. I probably smell a little bit like myrrh. What does myrrh smell like? Myrrh smells like incense. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a cousin to patchouli. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gross. So I smell kind of... Like herby? Like a teenage Eastern boy's room. <laughs> the fuck does that what mean? What the fuck? That's... <laughs> There's not one person on this Zoom call that knows what that smells like. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Katie! <laughs> I, I smell like, um, you know, the people living in the Beatles house in 1969. No one knows what that smells like either. Yeah, it's temporally impossible. Have you guys never been like in a mystic shop? You know, I no, like I've a- never <laughs> been in the Beatles house, the one house that apparently all four of them lived in, in 1969, <laughs> a time where I didn't exist. I have been. It smells like a hippie den. Wait, you have? No, wait, wait, what wait. the fuck? Hold on. What? Not to the Beatles house, no. I have been to like a crystals and like palm reading shop in Laguna Beach. Is that about what we're talking about? Yeah, but take that in the teenage boy's room. I think we actually know less about what you smell like <laughs> than before we started this conversation. <laughs> I'm more confused. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Lock, it's your fucking boys. turn. <laughs> what do you do, Lock? Yeah, only David Felix could spend the last five minutes talking about teenage boys in their rooms. <laughs> what are you doing, Laura? What are you doing, Laura? What are you doing? Okay. Anyways, so Locke wakes up from near death, and she looks at Kenzo, and she's like, "Oh, hi." And then she's kind of confused and she looks back to the swarm and she sees those little bits of acid kind of burning the edges of these cockroaches because of that acid splash. Because, you know, she's she's good with chemicals. She knows what's up. And she was like, oh, good idea. And then she, still in Kenzo's arms, pulls out a couple vials, looks at them, puts them together, and then throws an acid bomb at this swarm. Yeah. Okay. And, and Razan, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, it will hit Razan no matter what. Sorry. It's fine. She can't see Razan because Razan is completely covered by cockroaches. cockroaches. I have cockroaches on every inch of my body and no one can see me. (laughs) I have no camouflage. I just imagine as Locke looks up at Kenzo, she can just see there's roaches crawling in his hair and everything. She looks up and it's just roaches all over his body. Yeah, and he spits out a couple legs. (laughs) Ew! Oh my god. Okay. Ew, gross. No. Okay, so I'm gonna roll to throw this bomb. Yep. That's an eleven. To touch? To touch. That's a miss. Oh, this is the worst. We're gonna die. What happens to a bomb when it misses? That's what I'm looking up right now, patience. Oh, we have to determine where it's gonna go first. So, first of all, we probably should have been giving uh, Hannibal a minus four for firing his acid splash into melee combat, first of all. But um, we won't count that because I don't want to have to go back and do that. But um, I know that's... Um, I think Locke has precise shot. So yeah. let me see I here. Do. We're going to go ahead. Um, uh, go ahead, uh, Laura, go ahead and ping which square of the swarm you were actually aiming at. You got to pick one square. That one. 
Okay, go ahead and roll a D8 for me. Okay. Number one is going to be here, right below where you uh, were throwing it. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. So here is going to be where it actually lands. Fuck, sorry, guys. Which is hilarious. I'm in someone's um, arms. I'm here? not aiming very well. Oh. It's going to be, yeah, right next to Kenzo and Locke, but still next to the swarm. So it still hits them a little bit. Let me just double check in here. Then count the number of squares in the indicated direction equal to the range increment of the throw. Okay, so yeah, we'll go to that one square there. When it misses, it never deals direct damage. It only ever deals splash the splash damage. damage, which for you is six, right? Still six. It's your intelligence plus the min- it's your minimum damage, right? Yeah. Pretty great. Um, so, Well, an acid bomb deals an extra additional 1d6 points of acid damage. But if it doesn't hit, does that mean it doesn't do anything? Oh, so is it just, it's just fire. And it's, so it's regular fire damage plus an additional, plus an additional 1d6. Plus 1d6 of acid damage, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. They take the 1d6 of acid damage one round later, it says. That makes sense. So I don't know if I just need to roll, but it, I don't know if it counts if I don't hit them directly. So so it's it's creatures that take a direct hit from an acid bomb, take an additional 1d6 points of acid damage one round later. So that won't be anything we deal with right now. It does say the, those caught in the splash damage can attempt a reflex save. So for that, it'll be, it's a DC 15, but so let's see. So yeah, it's going to be Locke, Kenzo, and the Swarm are all going to get a reflex save. Go ahead and roll those for me. Um, yeah, Locke, you're gonna get hit with your own thing. Yay. <laughs> uh, Kenzo? Uh, natural 18 for a 20. Okay, so you're gonna take half damage. So you'll take three points of fire damage. Uh, Locke? 24. Okay, so you'll take three points of fire damage. The swarm rolled a natural one, and it had one hit point left. So you guys watch <laughs> as she goes to throw the bomb, and she sees there's a roach on her hand at the last second, and she goes to swat it, which causes her to... And she kind of, like, half throws it, and it lands in front of you, burning up the roaches, but catching... Her and Kenzo, her being in Kenzo's arms, on fire a bit as well, uh, trying to get the the roach off of her. But the roaches are seemingly defeated. I have a question. Now I'm at zero hit points. Does that mean I just fall limp again (laughs) in his arms? No, you're technically you're technically staggered. Um, Basically, if you do anything like by your next turn before someone heals you, then you'll fall unconscious. Yeah, got it. So you're like coming in and out. You're like a little dazed because the fire like burned you. But yeah, jeez. Good times, guys. The room grows silence after all of this, the the sounds of these tiny little squeaks of these burnt roaches kind of go up, and then the flames eventually die out. Um, Razan, I imagine you're still swatting plenty of roaches off of you. Mm-hmm. Sure am. I think if uh, Arkrov sees Locke take more damage, she's kind of on fire a little bit. Uh, Arkrov will reach over, put his hand on her again, and uh, cast Cure Light Wounds. Okay. Fuck me. Five points of healing. Yay, thank you. Kenzo will, like, shake her at first and be like, Hey, hey, uh, um... Uh, wh- what happened? Thought you were cockroach food again? Or dead? Locke kind of looks up at Kenzo and says, Did you save my life? Don't be so romantic, darling. And he just puts you down in the pile of roaches. <laughs> Thump. Just drops you. <laughs> Well, thank you, anyway. Yes, and thank you. I was getting tired of all of the... Oh, all these... Oh, gosh, I have so many scabs. This is so disgusting. Do you think that was it? Did we get the nest? I don't know. I want to burn everything now. Everything. We've barely stepped foot in the room. Who knows what else is out there? Like a... Like a mega roach. Like a... Like a super roach. Oh, God. I don't know. Well, I'm not feeling so good. Just give me one moment. And she takes a cure moderate. 
Two D eight plus three. It's fine. I did not do nothing. No, <laughs> I did nothing. <laughs> He's your savior. <laughs> Akrav, did you heal me? No. I know Kenzo doesn't have any healing powers. That must have been you. I appreciate it. It's, it's fine. Arkrov, you know, props, man. Do you guys think there's like a, a mama roach? I believe it's called Papa Roach. You fucker. Leading up to that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the entirety of the room that's revealed? So far, you guys haven't gone anywhere else. Uh, Arkrov will cast Dancing Lights. Nice. Okay. Ew. Yeah, I mean, I counted, I think you guys had light on like somebody's weapon. So I counted like the immediate area. It was pretty fine for you guys to see, but looking really much further than that, not really, not really possible. I cast light on Arcroft's mace. Right. That's what that was. Okay. We don't, we don't really need to worry too much about the, the literally where everyone is on roll 20. I'm not really that kind of GM where you'd be like, okay, where do you move on the battle map? I don't really care about that, but what are you guys going to do? What's your plan? Like, what are you guys going to do? Move further into the room. Yeah. As soon as we clear this room out, um, move on to the next one. Because we're in room uh, suite 10, right? Yeah. I think we should search the room. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like- oh, yeah. That's what I meant by cleared out. We're not on a serious timetable, so can we, like, just take a 20? Yeah, let's search the room. Is that possible? In that case, I get a 19. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Searching right. the room? Oh. oh well, I'm Jesus asking Josh, Christ. is it possible to take a 20? Because we're not Jesus on, like, a timetable. We're not really rushing. Place. Yeah, I mean, you could take a, you could take a 20. It'll just take a while. To search through it thoroughly. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do take a 10 20. instead. What time of day is it right now? Ish. It's it's probably before noon, to be honest. You guys would have gotten woken up real early and gotten taken to the prime minister real early. Yeah, let's take a so, 20 if you guys don't mind. Brunch yeah. hours. Okay. Um, well, then if everyone took a 20, what what are the totals? 29. 19 for Arkrov. Uh 26 for Hannibal. Okay. Anybody else? It, when you take a 20, you add 20, right? Or you had 10? Yeah. Yep. You had 20. It's as if you rolled a 20. That's what that means. It just takes longer. Got it. 27. So 29 was the highest one. That's the highest. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go ahead and I'll just go through and I'll just reveal the whole map. It's not going to show you guys anything special, but you guys do search the entirety of this little apartment. There are two adjoining rooms to either side, as well as a kitchen off to the right as well. Um, And there is uh, like a little living area with a long, like a long, cold hearth. It hasn't been lit in a while. Um, but you guys search around, you find a lot of stuff. It seems like there was a family that lived here. It looks as if it's been kind of torn apart a little bit. looks like there's just kind of stuff everywhere. You find a lot of different people's clothing, some different things. A lot of the, the food has been kind of taken out of like, you know, the area in the kitchen. It looks kind of ransacked to be honest, but, um, searching around with the 20, you guys do probably find a handful of odds and ends. You probably find about 25 gold, maybe about 14 silver, just kind of in little areas as you guys search around really for the most part, anything else would be like random pieces of clothing and stuff like that. You don't find anything particularly of interest in here. As you guys are kind of sifting through this sort of living area over here to the left-hand side of this battle map, you guys search around for a while here. Kind of looks like one of the places that's like least disturbed, it seems like. And as you're kind of searching through Locke, you were the one who got the 29, right? Mm-hmm. There's this really nice chair sitting over here on the left-hand side of the room. And you're kind of inspecting the chair. You search with some of the cushions. That's where you find a couple of the gold pieces. Um, and as you're doing that, you put your foot down next to the chair to kind of search through it. And your foot slides a little bit on this carpet over to the right-hand side of it. And it does seem as if beneath the carpet, there is some kind of wood planking when everywhere else seems to be stone. Oh, shit. Okay, Ooh. she's going to investigate that further. Okay. 
What, what do you do? You said there's like one square of wood planking? Yeah, it looks like because part of the rug got moved aside and there's like, looks like wood planks underneath. Okay, she'll where the rug crouch was. down and put her ear next to it and kind of knock on it. Roll a perception check. 12. It's really silent, but you can tell when you knocked, uh, it is, it does seem to be hollow under there. Can she try to open it somehow? Like pull up the floorboard? Yeah. Do you, do you move the rest of the, the rug out of the yeah. way? Yeah, it's very obviously like a like a trap door. All right, she's going to call over to her companions. You guys, come over here. There's something in the floor. What is this? It looks like some type of trap door. Should I open it? Sure. All right, I'll, I'll try. Might be trapped. Oh. The trap door is trapped. <laughs> she looks at Razan. Do you perhaps know how to check for that type of a thing? Uh, what would I roll for that? I just want to make sure. I mean... Perception. Okay. Yeah, I've got a good perception. So, okay, let me... I think you also add your level to perception checks to find traps as well as a rogue. Okay. Trap finding. Well, I can certainly give it my best shot. Half your level. Half your level, excuse me. So you add an additional one on top. So I roll a 20, add my perception, then I add half my level, so one. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, that is 24. 24. Uh, it doesn't seem to be trapped. It just seems to be a trap, like a... It's it's a trap door. It's not a trapped trap door. Ha ha. It seems good to me. All right. I'm going to try to open it. Is it locked? Uh, do you reach down? There's like a little, like a, like a swiveling handle that like lays down into the yeah. wood. Uh, do you just go to grab it and pull mm-hmm. it up? Okay. You reach down and you pull it up and throw it open so that it kind of throws against the wall there. Um, does a 19 to your AC hit? Oh, oh fuck. Yes. What? Um, you take four points of piercing damage as you get hit in the shoulder with a crossbow bolt. The fuck? Um, you guys can see as she throws the door open, lying in what seems to be this pit under here is a woman. She has, her hair looks kind of disheveled. She's dressed in some torn clothing and she's currently looking wide-eyed and panicked and furious. And she has a crossbow bolt, uh, excuse me, has a crossbow in her hand that she just fired off as soon as somebody opened this. She's just sitting there just breathing. She's currently loading another bolt back into the into the crossbow. Um, what are you guys doing? Locke just grips her shoulder. Ah, what was that? Who are you? Razan pushes forward. What's the meaning of this? What are you doing in there? She's just furiously like trying to get the bolt loaded in and just trying to pull it. She's like, she's so frantic. You can tell she's like shaking. Wait, wait, she's wait, trying wait, to get wait. this stuff back in here. You. Who are you? What are you doing down there? You can roll a diplomacy if you want oh, to, fuck, Locke. I have no diplomacy. <laughs> I literally have a negative one to my diplomacy. Does it? I also Come have on, a negative the one. one. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Didn't do okay, it. here we go. Seven to plus. <laughs> nice. DC uh, eighteen to your AC lock. Yep. Actually, you know what? Let's take this against Razan because she wouldn't fight and fire the same person. Eighteen to your AC, Razan. It hits. Um, four points of piercing damage as she shoots you with another bolt. She's just furiously trying to load bolts into this. She doesn't know what's going on. Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> Our crop is gonna jump into into the pit. What? Just now, jump down in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay, what do you do? So Arkrav jumps into the pit. He puts his hand gently onto the crossbow. Says, we are not here to hurt you. We are here to save you. And he'll roll a diplomacy. Okay. There we go. Let the face do it. <laughs> That's uh, 24. 24. Okay. Hi. So she, as you're doing this, like she has the bolt, like the third bolt ready to go almost. And she's like going to aim it at you. But as you put it, the, your hand there and say this to her, you can see like she's still very scared. But she's not immediately looking like she's going to fire at you guys. She hasn't said anything. Arkrov reaches out his hand and uh, offers it to her. We are here to to take you out of this. Will you come with me, please? Is it a cockroach with a crossbow? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever it is, they must have taken rapid reload. (laughs) No, it's a woman. She's hiding down there. She looks 
young. Um, you can see um, she has slightly pointed half-elven ears. Uh, she's got dark hair. It looks like she's looks like she's been in here for a while. Are you hungry? She kind of shakes her head. Can I get you out of here, please? Who who are you? What is your name? She kind of hesitates for a minute. My my name is Akraf. Kenza's gonna look down the pit and roll a sense motive. Okay, fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, she's scared. Cool. She's like legitimately scared of you guys. Well, then he uh, he sheathes his sword when he realizes that. We have been sent here to clear out the, the vermin in this place and um, and to help anyone who has who has been trapped here. That that would be you. She kind of like gives like the the shrug and nod. Who are you hiding from? The vermin? I feel like they would have no issue finding you down there. She kind of like opens her mouth and puts her hands up and she just like she wakes, waves her hands like between you and her and opens her mouth. It's just like, can you not speak? She may be a mute. She puts her arms like a half circle of like, you got it. Mm. Arkrov will uh, reach to pick her up from where she's at and, uh, and lift her up. As you do that, she immediately kind of backs away and like points the crossbow at you. Are you the only one here? She nods her head. Okay, that's good. And was it those roaches you were hiding from? She kind of squints at you real hard, and she, like, slowly starts to scoot to one side of Arkrov, still has the crossbow trained on him. But Arkrov, you can see as you kind of turn, like, there are, like, there's, like, a, a whole area underneath the floorboards here. And she, like, is continuing to point this at you as she kind of scoots under there. And there's a minute where she kind of goes out of sight, and she slowly scoots back, still has the crossbow trained on you. And then she kind of tucks it half, like, leans it up against a knee and has this, like, this, like, piece of parchment and is now has a piece of charcoal and is now writing on it. And she just holds it up and it just says, who are you? My name is Razan. She gestures to, like... Yes. She makes a big gesture with one hand. These are my friends and we were sent by the Prime Minister to clear out these vermin. We didn't know that we would be running into anyone here, so you're a bit of a surprise. That's it. We have no other affiliations. We work with no one else. I didn't know these people until just a few days ago. That's all I have to say. She kind of thinks for a second, her tongue, like, sticks out the corner of her mouth, you know, scribbles something else down, crosses out the, the phrase she just said. She thinks for a second. She holds up the piece of paper and it just says, are you with him? Who is him? I think we all curiously look at each other and shrug our shoulder, or at least Arcroft shrugs his shoulders and says, who? She means him. Can't remember his name. Best, Fuck. Beslev Hal. Beslev? Is that his name? Beslev was the guy who, who like, whose guards you guys basically killed. Yes. She means him, Beslev, right? She looks long and hard at you guys. It's rather skeptical. Writes something down on the piece of paper, crosses out the last thing she she wrote. She holds the piece of paper up. It just says, what do you want? If you if you do mean Beslev Howell, we are be- here because of him. Because we killed three of his men, and this is our punishment. We have to clear out this building. So if you're worried about our alliances... We're not fans of him. She just shakes her head and just like shakes the paper at you. Just the last thing she wrote was like, what do you want? It was four men. Four. Four. Sorry. We want nothing from you. We want to to complete our mission, which is to cure the cockroaches. And at this point, ensure your safety. We're just trying to do our job. She just kind of stops and thinks for a second. Is there something we should know? She crosses out the last thing she wrote, like folds up part of the parchment and then continues to write. She's writing much smaller this time. She's writing something out. Takes a second. She turns around and it says, not safe. They'll be looking for me. Who? Who is looking for you? She just writes in big capital letters, them, and underlines it three times. 
Well, perhaps we should tell the authorities. I'm sure they could protect you. She shakes her head profusely. Razan also shakes her head. Would you be safe anywhere here in this town? Maybe you could leave. Otherwise, you'll be hiding down there for the rest of your life. She just shakes her head. Is this something we can do? Because, I mean, we have an obligation, but we are not um, best friends with the, um, the authorities. She stops for a second, scribbles out what she just wrote, and she just uh, ends up writing out and turns around to you guys. Do you know anywhere safe? Uh, Locke, you, you live here, yes? Yes, that's right. Is this a place where maybe she can hide? Yes, I, I think so. I don't know why anyone would know where I live. I mean, we are not going, you are not going to be there. I mean, we are going to be on uh, many community service missions, yes? Well, would you like to come stay with me? Wouldn't be any trouble, really. She shrugs and like half nods. My place isn't that nice, but at least it'd be safe. So, um, <clears throat> mute girl. That's not very nice, Kenzo. She rolls her eyes and shakes her head. She scribbles something out and she she writes something down on the paper and she turns around. You guys just see the letters F-A-Y-E. Faye, um, did you, did you live here before the infestation or did you move in? She shakes her head. You moved in because of the threat. Because it was abandoned. She kind of gives you like this, the, the, the side to side hand motion. Like you kind of got it. You found a place to hide. And so you came here. She nods. Mm. Do you know whose skeleton is upstairs? She shakes her head. How long have you been here? She shrugs. Why why are you hiding? She writes down again and just underlines it like three or four times. It says not safe in all caps. They're looking for her. I wonder why, though. Could you speak before your current problems? She nods. They did something Mm. to you. Magical. Gotcha. You were silenced. Maybe not magical. Do you have a tongue? That's, that's kind of personal. She man. crosses her Jesus arms Christ. and sticks it out at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's go. Let's not waste any more time. Is your place really safe, Locke? You see a flicker of worry in her face, but she quickly covers it up. Yes, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, what was that flicker of worry I saw in your face? <laughs> Excuse Just now. <laughs> okay, Shane. <laughs> you said I saw it. <laughs> Hey, you said we saw it. I feel like it's a valid thing. No, it's fine. I just didn't expect him to ask it quite like that. What do you mean? I mean, you just sound like you weren't entirely positive that your place was safe, is all. No, it, it should be fine. I mean, like, generally, you're nervous. Like, generally. I've been told that. Mm. I've just been having some trouble at work, but there's no reason they should come to my house. Don't worry. It's nothing. Really. Nothing at all. Let's go. I'm sure it'll be fine. I feel much better. How long have these people been after you? And how many people are looking? Are we going to have a hard time getting you through the city? She shrugged her shoulders like, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, we have to clear out the rest of this building, no? Or should we bring her now? Would you like to come with us? You can put that uh, As you say that, she just pushes the crossbow into Arkrov's arms and pulls herself out of like the trap door. And then like gives me like the gimme like Ar- signal to Arkrov. Arkrov will hand her the crossbow takes it back. She unloads the bolt from it. She actually reaches down to the trap door. She picks up like a bag, slings it over her shoulder. Let's go. Continue. Right. Let's go. Okay. We both pull her, pull ourselves out and uh, uh, should we go back to apartment nine or, or should we go upstairs? Because that is all that is left, I think. We should clear out every floor just to be safe. Or there was a hallway that went straight 
down the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever's closest, I think, whatever's next. Because I know we didn't go in a part in, in Suite 9 um, on the opposite side. We decided to go back the other way. Mm-hmm. But there was a hallway down the middle that we didn't pursue, right, Josh? Yeah. Correct. We also didn't go in nine. So as you guys kind of exit, you watch as she just begins walking like straight down the hallway towards where like the front door is. She probably notices you guys are following her as like turns around, like shrugs, puts her hands up. Mute girl. First off, you're lucky we did not burn this place to the ground. She walks over to you. She takes your arm and with as best she can with the charcoal, she writes her name F-A-Y-E on your (laughs) arm and then puts it in front of your face. He smiles at her and goes, well, what if I'm a blind boy? Enough with your jokes. Be respectful of our new guest. Ah, she was, she's only giving us her first name. Faye, we have to clear out the rest of the building. There could be more of those cockroaches. She just kind of shrugs at you. You can come with us. You're pretty handy with that thing. She nods at the crossbow. You've probably dealt with your fair share of them if you got to where you were. I'm sure it's nothing. She might be safer here. I'm not sure how effective that thing would be against them. No offense. She fires the crossbow bolt and it hits the wall just over Hannibal's left shoulder. You missed. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I am not a swarm. After that fight, I'll take the help that we can get. Let's hurry up, finish this up, and let's get out of here. Yeah, fuck it. Where's Judas, by the way? Did you leave him? Um... Uh, let us go to uh, apartment nine. Sure. We go to apartment nine. Well, for expediency's sake, I'm going to say you guys search this whole area and you may find a couple other of the roaches, but for the most part, it seems like they were congregating in that room. We oh, did yeah. it! Sweet. Wait, the whole the whole apartment complex? The whole complex. You may find a couple other small, disparate ones, you know, maybe the, even the giant ones that are like small sized, but Sweet. for the just for the sake of this, like... It seems like they were all ag- congregating in that room. Awesome. Um, so Yay, if you guys that. are able to clear it out. You don't really find anything else. You might find a total like of an, of like another 10 gold throughout the entire complex, but there's not a lot in here. I don't know who's writing down what I said before. Uh, I don't fucking remember. No one. Um, I have a notebook. What, what was I supposed to be writing down? I don't remember the first set of coins that I said to you guys. <laughs> so you're going to have to wait until this episode comes out and then find <laughs> out what it is because y'all didn't write it down and I don't remember. It was 40 it or was, 45. It was 45 and then it was 12 silver. Yep. Um, I, don't I don't know. I think it'd be better if you guys wait until the episode comes out. We'll about a, you know, comes a week out. and a half to see. Yeah. So by the time you guys clear it out, uh, you can tell it's the afternoon. It's probably about one by the time you guys go through. Talk to this mute woman, Faye. Oh, I just realized I never cast her. Oh, let me see. Ooh, let me yeah. uh, let me see something real quick. I'm going to do this right like? now because I can Google right now uh, off the cuff. Let me just pick an actor that I really like. Locker, are you still down hit points? Yes. Okay, I'm going to cast some Cure Light Wounds on you. I have, a, I have a wand. Woohoo! Um, all right, that is five points of Yay. healing. You just tell me You tell me when to stop. You know what? You know who she's cast as? Because fuck all the haters and The Last Jedi's the best of the new trilogy. She's cast as Kelly Marie Tran. Oh, oh cool. interesting. She, she cute. She cute. Anybody else low on hit points? I could use a couple. Shut your mouth. Got some healing going around. That's awesome. But now that you guys cleared out, what are you what are you gonna do? We're gonna take this girl to my house, apparently. If that's what you want. Razan turns to her and says, Are we gonna run into any problems as we take you through the city? She just kinda stops for a second. She walks over to you, Razan, and tugs on your cloak with the hood. Just tugs on it. She immediately understands and takes her cloak off cloak off and hands it to her. 
Cool. She takes the brooch and, and does it up over and pulls it over herself and pulls the hood up. She gives you a thumbs up. We don't know who them is. So if anyone is following us that you recognize and you see any trouble on the horizon, you let us know. She gives you like one nod. Arkrov is uh, in human form at this point. Was he in human form when she first saw him? No. Oh. So she looks back. It was immediately like the cro- the crossbow comes up. It's like poking out of the, the cloak. It's all right. Her eyes are like darting between everybody. He does that sometimes. She's like frantically like what, like nodding at him. Like what the what the fuck? <laughs> he'll pull it. He'll pull his hood a little farther over his head and drop his guys for a moment just so she can see him. And then form back into human form. You see her like without the noise, she makes the face you would make if you went, oh, <laughs> and she nods. So you guys can see just under the cloak. She has like the crossbow in her hands the whole time you guys are walking, even when you're like getting to the front door and everything. It's like hidden, though. Like, it's not like it's, she's it's, not like training I mean, if, it. Right. If you looked close enough at this person walking around, you'd just be able to see it. But it's not it's like vertical, like through the streets okay. of the city, just like hanging out oh, with a crossbow. <laughs> totally fine. It's not. I'm sure it's not like ridiculously abnormal, but it's probably not. Awesome. If she's holding it the right way, I'm sure it's fine. We go to Locke's house. Yeah, apparently. Okay. You guys walk out of here and you can immediately see this area isn't super busy because this has kind of been shut down a little bit, but not too far from here. There's plenty of people in the streets. Like it's one, it's, you know, it's 1 p.m. on like, you know, a weekday. People are out and about. And so Locke, you would probably have like a small studio, little apartment in Amrindale, which is the the easternmost residential quarter inside Rigel. It's it's fairly elven inspired. Um, It's not like primarily like elves who live there because this city is cosmopolitan, like everybody lives everywhere. But it is very, very much inspired by elven architecture and stuff. Uh, And so um, just by default, I'm going to say you live there. Sounds great. So... And you're not dead. Yay! Um, (laughs) (laughs) And you're not dead. (laughs) Right. It's a good day. So you guys are able to move through the streets. Uh, What are you guys doing to, like, I don't know, seem less conspicuous? What do you guys, what's what's your plan to get from here to Omrindale? Um, I think Locke would know it's probably maybe a 20-minute or more walk from here of where her house is like give or take you've never been to this particular corner of this of the city so you don't exactly know how far but it could be 20 maybe 30 minutes of a walk to get to your place from here i think we're all holding hands and skipping yeah, down the road that sounds I cute think that's, uh... yeah uh, razan is going to kind of stand on the side that she's holding the crossbow to kind of cover but other than that it's not going to be doing anything just kind of acting casual keeping her cool i think arkrov is kind of leading the way and uh Acting uh, very natural, very, uh, very normal, human-like creature. But he also doesn't know where he's going, so that's good. Yeah, Locke will be sort of leading the way because she obviously knows where to go. But she's also kind of like looking around her, trying trying to be inconspicuous, probably not doing like the best job ever because she's real awkward about that. But she's trying. She's trying to seem normal. But when you try to seem normal, you usually don't seem that normal. You know what I mean? Right. You're also walking around with a man that's over six feet tall who has a big blue yes. bird. <laughs> yes. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with it. It just stands out, dude. Uh, okay. So you guys spend the time. You don't run into any trouble on the way. You, you're not, you know, being particularly, I guess, um, aware of like the surroundings. You guys are just trying to get there. And there's plenty of people in, in the streets. So you guys aren't like trying to creep along things and, and really pay attention to each person that you go by. But you guys are trying to get through. Uh, eventually, you guys do come around. There's this small little intersection 
lock that you always come by when you come home from work. Um, there's like a small little market over on the corner here. It's usually just run by some of the people in your neighborhood. And you guys see some local people selling some goods, some food. And you guys turn right around that corner into a small alley right up to this small little narrow set of stairs that goes up the side of one building up to the second floor. And that's there's a small little landing up there with a little patio, which is where, Locke, this is where your house is. Yay, welcome to my house. Come up here and it's this, as you guys go in, it's this small little, you know, I imagine Locke comes in, she, she unlocks the door and opens it up. And it's this small little studio apartment. So there's probably like an alchemy lab in one corner, like next to her bed. And then like a bunch of books on one side. And then like, yeah, the kitchen might as well be on the floor. Like you can do you. What is what is her? What does her house look like? Her little studio apartment. There's like a bed in the corner. And then there's like a little kitchen situation that's very tiny. And then the rest of it just looks like a lab. Like there's literally tables, stuff on the floor, a bunch of vials, Like, all kinds of shit. Like, it just looks like a lab. Like, what you would picture, but, like, kind of a mess. It's a little... Like, it's a little crazy. Um, come in, please. Sorry, there's not a lot of room, but, um... Faye waits for everyone else to get inside, and then she kind of... You see her peer around the corner, down, like, the steps, with, like, the crossbow out, and then she kind of steps back through and closes the door and locks it. She takes the cloak off and just, like, hands it over to Razan. She kind of looks around the room, gives, like, a slow nod. I know it's not much, but at least no one will find you here. Hopefully. She just nods. And considering we just cleared out that building, it likely wouldn't have been safe for much longer anyways. Exactly. What are your plans now that you're in hiding? She kind of stops, looks around for a sec, grabs like a piece of parchment that's like half covered in something like sticky and she like tears it and just like throws it on the ground, like just off of like one of the tables where the, the all the laboratory stuff is. She pulls out her uh, charcoal and she writes something down. She just turns it around and it just says, get back at them. Oh, um, if I asked who, would you underline them um, three times? Just write something down. It says that depends. Harcroft just shakes his head. You, you're, you, you are not helping us. We, we can't help you if you can't tell us specific things about who these people are, many or not. Why can I never remember what that guy's name is? What is his name? Bestlove. Bestlove. Howell. Howell. Write it down. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> what did you do to, to piss Best Love off? I'm guessing that's what happened, right? She crosses out what she just wrote. She's at like the bottom of the paper and she writes real small, trying to, you know, get everything um, onto the page. And it just says, I won't say any more until you can prove you're not one of them. I suppose that's fair. Uh, I am not a city guard. I am not a goblin. Mm. I am not a dog. I'm not a bureaucrat. She takes the parchment, she just writes up it down, turns it around and just says, you said you know the prime minister. Take me to her. Sure, if you insist. It says, it says, it says, I can trust her. Sense motive. I'm going to sense motive on that. Oh. Go for it. I'm sorry. I... Yeah, I, I want a sense motive too. I voted for the prime minister and she's very dear to me. So. <laughs> she's very dear to me. And she, she, she just had her life... Yeah, she just had an assassination attempt. So I Somebody feel like... asking you to take them to the prime minister, if that's on mm-hmm. a red flag, I don't know what it is. Eleven. 15 for Arkrov. I only got a 10. Interesting. Hannibal and Razan, she's hard to read at this point. She's been everywhere from, you know, tentative with you guys to frantic to very assertive. And you guys are just getting weird. You're not you're not getting any kind of true vibe off her. She seems really, I wouldn't call her duplicitous, but she seems like she's shifting between things really harshly over the point of being like stuck in a hole and now out and about again. And yeah. so she's hard to read currently. You're not, you haven't gotten a read on the kind of person she is because you've seen her in two very stark circumstances. With Arkrov, with the 15, 
I think the reading you get off of her is she doesn't come off as like shady, um, but it, it's interesting that she wants you to take her to the prime minister. But also you get the thing of like the prime minister, as far as you know, as you know, a forensic ambassador, like she is like well thought of by for the most part, the people of the city and including other political leaders from other countries. Prime Minister Laveau is um, like well loved by other people. So uh, Arkrov will press himself upon uh, Faye in a way where he's what? <laughs> not necessarily. What does that even mean, dude? Not necessarily intimidating, but he gets close to her. If you want to see the prime minister, you must tell me why. There is no way we are going to trust you or take you to her unless you can prove your worth. Yes, I don't know how long you've been in that hole of yours, but there was recently an attempt made on the Prime Minister's life. You understand why we are hesitant. Arkrav wants to make a diplomacy. I would like to aid, and I do. Um, That is a 25 with the aid. She kind of looks at you for a second. She's like raises her eyebrows and like puts her arms up like... We are outlaws at this point. We are serving a sentence. What more can we can we tell you? But we are murderers in this town. No, 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 no. We're not murderers. Yes, not... we are murderers. Please, man. He... Technically, by the law, we are accused murderers. We have taken the plea. We have taken this sentence of community service. And we are serving this and doing our service. We have found this beautiful lady. She gives you like a weird look of like Oh, Arkrav, you're such yeah. a romantic. Uh, of all the times to compliment her, I think this was not it. She points um. to Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We'll take you back to the guard. They can make a decision on whether or not it's safe to show you to the prime minister. She starts shaking her head. You want us to just sneak you into the prime minister? She just like raises her hand, just like shrugs, shakes her head. We know just as much about you as you know about us. You can leave then. We're trying to help you. Wait. But we're going to do it with caution. You understand, right? You and I are no different. If you are going to sneak someone in, I am afraid I cannot be of assistance. Um, Faye, we need something more about why you're in trouble in order for you to even be considered to be taken to the Prime Minister because we don't even get to see her like you expect. She takes a piece of chalk and finds like a, a piece of something that's dark enough to write with the, this chalk on and she starts writing down couple uh, words. You said you work for her. We do. She's the one who's been sending us out on these missions. Write something else down. Then tell her I need to talk to her. You know her. Okay. She would know your name. Shakes her head. It says no. She underlines it. We can ask her and she can make the decision, but we can't force anything if she says no. She just writes down, but no guards. Underlines both of them. How do you expect us to get to the prime minister without guards? We just need to get to the prime minister so we can tell her about Faye. We just won't mention her to the guards. Is that good enough? She points it at Locke. And we're supposed to tell her that she is threatened by so many enemies of the, what, of the Providence or whatever? We can request, we can let her know that she's requesting an audience. We'll go from there. I don't see a problem. Should be fine. She just nods. I will help as much as I can, but if I am asked to lie, I I will not do it. She just rolls her eyes and gives like the... Like a sideways thumb at Hannibal, like this guy. <laughs> oh damn, Hannibal, she, she she boomered you, dude. She did. Okay, <laughs> she boomer. Okay, you. boomer. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot lie. <laughs> she does the hand motion. She does a okay, and then makes an explosion shape with her hands. 
No, I literally cannot lie. It's fine. She gave us the freedom to tell the truth. Otherwise, what? Would we just omit the fact that we found a girl hiding under the floorboards? It's a bit more complicated than that, young lady, but uh, sure. This sounds like a really bad plan. Either way, we have to tell her that we disposed of the cockroaches, so we might as well tell her about Faye as well. Then let's get to it. You can stay here where you'll be safe, and we can go report back. She shakes her head. You won't be staying here. She under she writes the words, not alone. Firstly, I can't lie, so might as well stay here. You want to come with us? She nods. There isn't a chance in hell we're going to get you past without any guards seeing. You know that, right? This isn't going to work. Does anyone have uh, some magic we can use? I mean, of course I do, but I I cannot based on principle. Disguised person. Faye, I don't know if you're aware, but um, the Prime Minister had an assassination attempt on her. There's going to be more security than usual. I think you'd be better off staying here. You'll be fine here. Just don't answer the door. No one should come inside, right, Locke? You don't have any roommates or... No. Nosy landlords? No. No one knows I live here. Except for my neighbors, but they're harmless. Um, Hannibal will kind of go over to Locke and whisper, I would remove any valuables you may have, just as a precaution. Are you trying to be quiet about that? Yeah. Roll a stealth <laughs> oh, check. No. Twelve. Locke just kind of shakes her head. Oh, no, I mean... I don't have anything really valuable here. Anything I do have that's valuable, you wouldn't really know what to do with, I promise. But uh, here, and she takes a couple vials and she kind of mixes them together. And then she kind of like stirs it up a little bit and she hands it to um, to Faye. And she says, if anybody comes through the door or you get worried, just throw this at them and um, it'll explode. So um, that should keep you safe, I think. Just don't throw this at anything in the room because it will blow up my house, okay? She gives you like the the nod of like, all right. You're telling me that you want her to throw a explosive at anyone who enters, but don't hit the rest of the house? Well, if there's somebody threatening her, I want her to be safe. If she throws the bomb at a person, it's not going to do much damage to the room. Trust me, I know how this works. Plus, you don't think I've ever blown anything up anyhow on accident? It happens all the time. It's fine. I need to step out for some air. <laughs> and he swigs on his mead and he leaves the room. All right, then. Anything else? Shall we? I want to make sure you feel okay about this. Are you truly worried that someone is going to find you here? She's like puts her hands up like in front of her and just shakes her head. Okay. We'll go to the prime minister and we'll let know that you're looking to talk to her. We'll uh, keep you updated on what happens. She gives you a thumbs up. All right. As they start to walk out the door, uh, Locke turns back around. Oh, and... um. Just don't touch anything. You might hurt yourself. She kind of smiles. She just reaches her hand out and puts her fingers on like a long, like very well-made alembic that you have, which is like a big kind of bowl-shaped piece of glass that goes into like a long spouted thing. She just puts her finger on it and just winks at you. Be careful. Oh God, my whole house is going to blow up, isn't it? And that's what we'll pick up on the next episode. Ah! <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, nice. Man. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in for the third episode of Quest Side Story. I mean, this is still very interesting to get used to, but we got some new mics on Steph and Fosmeyer. Still working out the kinks there. They'll probably sound better on the, the actual next episode. We're still working on that. But either way, thank you all for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you all next week. Bye.
fuck all you guys, except for you, Steph and Laura, and you too, Josh. So just Shane and Foz. 